0: James joined by Calvin and Reese to admittedly rather late give you our thoughts on Jason Ryman's Ghostbusters Afterlife starring McKenna Grace, Finn Wolfhard, Carrie Coon and Paul Rudd. Ghostbusters Afterlife is a true sequel to the 1984 and 89 blockbusters focusing on a single mum and her two kids arriving into a small town only to discover their connection to the original Ghostbusters and the secret legacy that their grandfather left behind Right. So um I know this has been out for a while, so most people have seen this movie already, but we'll do a quick spoiler-free. Um Reese, I saw this with you. Um, do you want to go first?
1: Yeah, I I loved it. I thought it was it was fun. It was it's what you want from a Ghostbusters movie, isn't it because the original ones were they mixed the comedy and the horror kind of access really well. They did it with this. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of the acting was really good. I think, you know, McKenna Grace. Give a really good performance. Um, uh, yeah, I enjoyed. I enjoyed a lot about this film. I can't really say much about it without, yeah, we'll get more it, into it. But...
2: Yeah, Calvin. Uh, yeah, I thought it was okay. I thought it was nostalgia done well, but I also thought it leaned a bit too heavily into that. I th- mm. And I felt like the story. They were pretty much riding on nostalgia for it. Which sort of makes sense because you have got this like kids sort of finding out that these like legends were sort of there, related to them, even though the kids didn't even know who they were really. But I don't know. Mm. Yeah, I just thought it was. I don't know. I, I feel like when I I liked it, and then when I thought more about it, I started to like it less because All it, right, it okay. does it does feel like they're sort of saying to the, like. The, the newer generation now that they're like, you will like Ghostbusters. <laughs> like, <have it>. <laughs> <laughs> please, please, we made a whole sub
0: <laughs> subset of Sony for Ghostbusters. Please like Ghostbusters. Um, yeah, what you said about nostalgia, I think it definitely like follows that Force Awakens model of having that like you know similar plot with the fresh characters and uh, it's it heavy on nostalgia and because um, Jason Reitman. Who directed this film? Obviously, the son of Ivan Reitman, who directed the first film. Um, so you can you can feel how much he like cares about Ghostbusters. I think it, you know it was a nostalgic for him as well, and that's um, that like familial connection. Uh, it can really be felt throughout. I think he strikes a really good tone, um, like he said, Reese with the humor and the horror, and sort of like that eighties nineties like wonder, like Spielbergian. Amblin film, it gets that like heart and that tone, um, really well. And I think we need remember how scary kids' movies were when we were younger. Like,
1: yeah, but was that because we were kids?
0: I don't know. I think if you go back and like even like stuff like Labyrinth and movies like that, I'm like, that is you know, that's creepy, and like give a kid a nightmare now and again, it's fine. So I, I like I kind of like having like these, you know, it's not scary, but it's like kid horror stuff, um, I really enjoyed that. I feel
2: like, yeah, I feel like in this one, the humour sort of set, fell flat for me because it felt like this one was definitely aimed, they were riding off, the, they were trying to aim it, it seemed like they were trying to aim it at a younger audience. Yeah. Whilst also the sort of older generation are going to go and see it because they loved the originals. So I feel like the original film especially was like epitomises what a 80s family film was. Like the humour in it is very adult. Which, yeah. which I love about the first film because I, I loved it when I was younger because it was like ghosts and stuff. But mm.
0: And then you watch it when you're uh, older. And I you also kind appre- of yeah, appreciate yeah.
2: It. yeah, but I don't feel like this one will age, age that same way. I feel like their demographic target audience for this one was like this try and get the younger audience in on it whilst just giving the older audience the nostalgia, which yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I feel like they could have done a bit more from it, more with it. Um, I did like the small town Sort of moving it from a city to a small town, mm. but I just didn't feel they did enough. Like if we are we gonna move into spoilers now? Yeah, yeah, we'll go into spoilers. Yeah, yeah well like the plot is well, larger the last third of the film is the same. And I was like, you haven't got one original idea. You're just like, oh look, it's the villain from this thing. Or I d I don't know, it just I just as soon as it was like the last third it just felt the same. I was just oh you could have did something done something at least a bit new and original here. Yeah, the um the plot was one of my like
0: weaknesses with the film. I think it definitely like relies on character over its story. Um, it feels um really like back heavy in terms of its conflict. So in Ghostbusters, you've sort of got like the real world antagonist. So you've got Gozer, and then you've got um oh what's his name? Walter Peck. Um like sort of, you know, disagreeing with the Ghostbusters and trying to trying to prove them wrong, get them down. And I don't think we had that element that was missing from this movie. So we're sort of just, you know, coasting along and then all of a sudden when Goza returns, it's it's quite full-on plot action, let's go. Um, and I, yeah. I think for pacing-wise, that that didn't really work for me.
2: Yeah, I also think they spent too long in the first quarter of the film sort of, Establishing the sort of like these characters, you know, coming of age, moving to a new town. But then for me, it just felt like there wasn't. To be honest, for a ghost versus film, there wasn't enough ghosts. Yeah, I know I the agree, '80s yeah. film, the '80s, the '80s film only has like a handful in the actual plot before it. They all sort of go berserk. Um, but I think that was down to it was paced well. Like you give you a ghost, like they give you a ghost in the foot in the. At the beginning give you a ghost in the middle then give you a ghost to the end but this one was yeah. just like oh have one ghost and then the same villain as the first film i don't know i just felt like can it be called ghostbusters really if you know <laughs> there's no both ghosts to bust <laughs>
0: <laughs> it felt as like at the end when everything does go to shit and every, all these ghosts are released it felt very contained as well i didn't feel uh i didn't feel the stakes really in, in the first Ghostbusters it feels like the city is you know it's in chaos because of what's going on and now in this it was all sort of centred around um, Egon's house uh, we, yeah we've not really discussed that either we find out that it's Egon is the uh, the grandfather of the new main characters what a
2: shock
0: well yeah, yeah obviously
2: give <laughs> give a, give a, didn't, <laughs> didn't give a, a pair of that, glasses didn't. so the audience can work it out <laughs>
0: Um, that So this is my biggest problem with the film because I I feel like the, the actual story doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, so obviously Egon is the ghostbuster that we can't have back because Harold Raymond sadly passed away. So he's the one who's sort of, he's, he's left the group, he's gone off, he's going on his own uh, adventure and we're not actually entirely sure what he's up to. And then, so it turns out he discovered this like, you know, a plot to, for Gozer to rise again. And we find out that the Ghostbusters didn't believe him and thought he was going crazy and just sort of like, nah, you know, we're not going to help you with that. When Why wouldn't they believe him after everything they've been through and seen?
1: Yeah. Egon's,
0: Egon's the smart one. Like, you know,
2: they the should probably believe him. The revelation and like the whole J.K. Simmons cameo, I thought I was actually that got me interested. I was like, oh, that's cool. they like, you know to like the lore of this world, and yeah, I thought been, it was cool. The man has been manipulating, is like worships this sort of demon and manipulating everything from the start, and then yeah. now they're gonna come back. And I thought they were gonna have more of a role, but it was just like just a cameo, just sort of. I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> Are they yeah. friends?
0: Well, J.K. Simmons and Jason Reitman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been in. Be. <laughs> he's been in a few of these uh, movies. Um,
1: I felt like at times they wanted to make a longer film. But it, like, I thought yeah. like there was lots of stuff that they maybe was left, you know. On the on cutting the old, room floor. On the old cutting room floor, yeah. But I, uh, yeah, I didn't mind the plot too much. I felt like, you know, when I see a Ghostbusters film, I want to see them bust some ghosts. They did that. You think it's not that? as much, not as much as the old film, but they did do it.
2: I don't even know if Gozer is a ghost, and I'm so confused by what, yeah, go, whole, go, what she yeah, is or what they what they, they are, are
1: a, a demon or
0: spook, spectre, or a ghost. One of those three. Yeah. Um, wait, <laughs> Olivia Wilde, by the way, um, cameoed as Gozer is um uncredited as well.
1: Took cool. me took me way too long to figure out who it was. <laughs> Yeah, the anyway. For the whole last who bit was of the film going who is that?
2: I didn't even know it was her until you told me. I wasn't really looking for it. I was just like, "Oh, it's this woman again."
0: Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of cameos, uh, the original, uh, the remaining Ghostbusters. Well, no, all of them make appearances um, at the end of the film, which, to me, when they appeared, felt jarring. It. It, I got immediately got sucked out of whatever was happening. And I was like, oh, it's it's Bill Murray. How did they
1: get there? Did they drive? How did they, they get through? there?
0: Why did they have all well, the I uniforms and drove. ecto?
1: I know they're old, but... I was- Why did they <laughs> I have their, their cars?
0: No, they didn't have proton packs or anything, though, because they said Egon took everything. So when they turn up fully suited and booted, I was like, what's going on? <laughs> I think they should have been involved in the plot earlier, if you're going to have them at all. And, you know, bring them back like Han Solo and Leia. Have them actually do something to make a difference in the story, not just, you know, pop up for popping up's sake. And we do get a nice moment, though, where um, Egon comes back in ghost form and um, he helps. Um, oh, what what is McKenna Grace's character called? <sighs> Can't remember. <laughs> Um, Well, yeah, so he uh, helps her stabilize um, the proton pack and he crosses the streams and blah, 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 you know, all that. And then there's a really nice moment where Carrie Coon gets to reconnect with this distant father, um, which to me, it was weird as well, why Egon was so secretive and just left without, you know, leaving anything really for his children. It, It seemed odd to me that they would, give him that story of you know abandoning his family and i think this. it
2: adds more of a bit better flavor to like like oh, it's just a more realistic approach i almost like it when films do that and they don't always show that like these characters are like perfect guys because i think if you look back to the original ghostbusters they weren't perfect guys they were all they yeah. were like, the out of flo- all of
1: them i can that's believe why, that...
2: that's why i love the characters in the original yeah. so much they're all like they're just everyday guys. They're always smoking. Like, I, just, I don't know. How much...
1: <laughs> I know, but you think like, that like he could not call, your typical. He could yeah, leave. but I, I can believe. That... Say, I'm sorry.
0: There's a there's a ghost. Uh, you know, apocalypse about to happen, and I need to go and stop it.
1: Yeah, but I can kind of see him out of all of them. He'd be the one to do that because, like you know, he was always a bit more. You know, mind over anything else, and I think in his mind he was probably like, I need to do this.
2: It didn't make sense. It didn't make sense of why no one. He thought no one would have believed him, considering it happened in New York, one of the most populated, yeah, exactly, seen cities in the world.
0: (laughs) That really didn't make sense to me, and it annoyed me throughout. (laughs) Why aren't his friends helping him?
2: I also wanted uh, Gozer to do the thing that they do in the first film, where they say like, pick what you're going to fight against. I didn't want to be the marshmallow man again, but I, I don't know. I thought that. If they were going to use the, exactly the same plot devices, I wanted that kept in. Why is it missing something? Same. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and we do get the return of the stay puffed marshmallow man in a, in mini baby form, uh, as is the trend these days. Um, I mean, they're cute. Yeah. It was funny. I, I as much as I know like that forward, scene,
1: he he can't replace Rick Moranis for me. Fuck. Yeah, that was the only thing. I know, I know Rick Moranis doesn't act anymore, but, you know, could have done something, could have put a picture in somewhere.
0: I thought the whole gag with the um the car windshield was good when he, he's running out of the uh the Walmart.
1: No, I like he dives so slides into it, yeah. I even like the addition of uh what's his name? Podcast. Podcast like, yeah, I, I like I usually podcast. get kind of annoyed when they add like little kind of quippy uh, sidekicks in, but Oh yeah. So I feel so like, like the it, new
2: the new Ghostbusters team didn't do it for me. Like, why was like Finn Wolfhard's like love interest girlfriend just joining on? Like, she—I don't think she had enough role in the film. <laughs> to it. They're going for that Stranger Things crowd.
1: <laughs> they have to do it.
0: Finn Wolfhard doesn't get a lot to do.
1: Yeah, I'm always the best thing about Finn Wolfhard. I, I look at him and I'm like, is he a good actor, or do I just like him in Stranger Things? So I give him a pass.
0: He was good in. Um, he was good in it
1: yeah he was yeah, yeah. and it's always been a thing with child actors i'm like you know when they're kids they get away with it but then when they start getting a bit older you're like come on now let's.
0: that's where you start to see the cracks
1: yeah. yeah as i said to you after after the film mckenna grace i feel like everything i've seen her in she's like the same character
0: <clears throat> i thought she was great in this i really thought well, she, she was great. A, yeah but, a but i feel like, character character like that um, the same on paper team. would seem quite annoying just this like yeah. this mini egon. I loved her little quirk of she just tells really horrific jokes. I thought that was I thought that was really funny. Anything else to say on Ghostbusters before we rate it?
1: No, I don't think, I didn't I, I didn't think I'd get so emotional in a Ghostbusters film.
0: I will say that for I'm not a diehard Ghostbusters fan, but yeah. that, that did get me. Yeah, that was I nice. do
2: think it was awkward that obviously he was CG <clears throat> and he didn't speak. That did make it yeah, little, yeah, feel a it, little bit long, like. It did hard. go on
0: for a bit too long as well. Yeah. yeah. I was, yeah, because he's not speaking. So I was like, this is a bit uncomfortable. They're all just staring he at him. speaking. That like, sounds like
2: Grandma talking.
0: <laughs> oh, no, they just had to pull old dialogue like they did for <laughs> uh, for Leia. Right, Reese, do you want to start us off with uh, your score out of five?
1: Yeah, I am. Um, I've been waiting a long time for this. this is my this is my five star movie
0: your
2: are taking it. I, really? I, it.
1: <laughs> I you gave
2: it some you gave it bad points.
1: i nothing that I can like nothing major
0: <laughs> Is this actually your first five out of five?
1: Yeah, I can't think of anything like I've been like I could see this again.' fair so. enough. Respect. Is, I thought you would trying you to, to take the a 5 film this series!
2: <laughs> like, I can watch this again.
1: Maybe <laughs> it's because I've watched loads of really terrible movies this year, and this yeah. is one of the ones I was looking forward and it, to.
2: It wasn't
0: over two hours and yes, it was a good minutes. amount of
1: time. <laughs> In it and wasn't out, loads of fucking sand on my screen all the time. <laughs> <laughs> right, maybe, maybe it's nostalgia, but yeah, Go for five, five stars. Five so out of
2: five from Reece. Uh, I'm gonna give it a three out of five um I think all because I loved the first film so much I think a lot of the nostalgia hit points got me but but from like a critical point of view I don't really think they work and you know will this film age as well and be thought of as well in the in as the first one is
0: i I mean definitely not definitely not I think just because we're in a different sort of like cinematic landscape now, aren't we? Something yeah, in the eighties like Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters is huge. In
2: the credits, what's that about?
0: <clears throat> yeah, come on.
2: How Maybe about when it would they be five stars if they played that in the film? If when they were chasing Muncher <laughs> through the um
0: through the yeah, town. It would have been great. Yeah. Wap it on the radio. Yeah, five out of five. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go three point five out of five. I love the tone. Like I said, um, I love that we're getting you know it's another scary kids movie. They're great. Bring them back. The humor really works. The cast is great, but there was just some plot holes that I just couldn't forget about while I was watching it. Cause I was like, this, this doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed this. I thought it was fun. And I'm, um, I'm not, I forgot to look at the box office, but I, I think it did. I think it did. Okay. Yeah, so been, we could, we right. could, we could see more Ghostbusters in the future. Is, is that what they were hinting at in the post-credit scenes? Uh, I I hate that post credit scene. They were terrible. It was so long, and it didn't make any sense. Well, yes. So we've got two post credit scenes. The one with Bill Murray and Sigourney Weaver, where it's just absolutely nothing.
2: Um, I I didn't see two. Oh, maybe I.
0: The, yeah. I well, they're doing the uh the test with the cards, and he has to guess what's on them, and he's oh right, and he's, and he's cheating, and that was it. And then the end credit scene is um. I'm forgetting the character's name.
2: Ernie Hudson. (laughs) Ernie Hudson,
0: yeah. Winston. Um, Going back to the firehouse, uh, returning the X-01. But he did... I I thought we got told earlier in the film that I've been turned into a Starbucks.
1: It did. Yeah, we did.
0: Yeah. So, someone's lying. But um, I I don't know what they plan to do. I, I don't bring the old Ghostbusters back. Just give them give them one and then we can move on with the new cast i think yeah cool right that's it for our review of ghostbusters afterlife if you're listening to us on youtube then please tell us what you thought of the movie down below in the comments and don't forget to subscribe if you're listening on any other of our streaming platforms then head to our twitter at keeping it Real UK, hit that follow button and comment under our ghostbusters link your thoughts on the film We'll be back again soon with more movie reviews. But until then, I hope you're having a great week. And as always, keep it real.